1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All
2: right, so running back is a big topic. It's going to be a big topic Certainly through free agency, I would imagine they're going to draft a running back as well. We, I guess, just for purposes of news items, it looks like there will be no franchise tag for Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs. So both are going to be available. Derrick Henry looks like no tag. All these guys who you know a year or so, a year or two ago, if it were this same juncture, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard got a tag last year. Um, it's going to be, it is going to be a flush market of veteran running backs who have been productive I guess the toughest thing Seth will be sniffing out which ones what the odometer is like on all these guys that's the biggest thing probably yeah and
3: the the health uh the health part of it for running backs especially is especially critical since so many guys just seem to fall off a cliff on their second contract and production diminishes as they get closer to 30 in general and there's always exceptions uh you know i Der- Derrick Henry has certainly been an exception so far with how durable he's been, despite how many carries he's had. the The injuries with Saquon Barkley are what scare me the most, um, and just also that, like even. Missed games is one thing, but guys who don't play particularly well when they do miss games, that concerns me too. That, that annoys me more than anything. I like guys that go out there and play their ass off while also banged up. Saquon Barkley, it seems like it's like, all a, it's like a race car is missing an entire wheel when he goes out there and tries to get through <laughs> an injury.
2: What, um, what do you make of Aaron Wilson saying that Barkley's been reaching out to some Texans, including C.J. Stroud? Sounds desperate. I don't yeah. like it either. I'd, I'd rather get the running back who's kind of laying out and seeing who's coming to him. You know, you got, why do you got to reach out, man? Why you got to, you, know? you know? What's
3: so What's so big about like why what you? <laughs> I don't honestly. What What do I make of that report? I like. I I don't make anything of it at yeah. all. I just I, I feel like these are one of these reports that all right, a guy texted somebody. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, <laughs> I don't know. Is he texting other people? Is he texting? Uh, they, do they know each other from something else? Are they texting about a charity event? And they happen right. to mention like, Oh, it'd be cool to be right. here, or anything like, okay. Yeah. Uh, CJ talked to Derrick Henry at the pro bowl. CJ's talked to apparently uh, talked to Saquon Barkley. It means absolutely nothing because it's not involving the team itself. I think what we are a hundred percent going to hear is the, false story that CJ told the Texans to track Tank <laughs> Dell and that that's why they drafted him. Since that's the way people yeah. believe that story actually went, um, there's going to be a lot of people that think like, "Oh yeah, yeah, CJ's uh, telling the team to go get Saquon Barkley." Yeah.
2: Um so a year ago
3: and I'm joking about it being seeming desperate by the way.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, if he's connecting with future teammates, so be it. Um they the uh, NFL.com, they had a uh, running back position summary on their website yesterday that summarized, okay, here's all the guys that are free agents, you know, that they're theoretically losing or could lose. Here's what the room looks like right now. And, man, like, it's it's bad for the Texans right now just as far. Like, to your point, Seth, that, you know, they've got a lot of positions where they got to go get guys. Um, a year ago, we would not have been saying that, though, because Damian Pierce was in that running back room. A year ago, Damian Pierce was the face of the franchise, that's not an exaggeration. Like he, they hadn't signed any free agents yet. <clears throat> they had not drafted CJ Stroud nor Will Anderson. When they sent the, the uh, collateral out to potential season ticket holders or to existing season ticket holders to say, hey, you want to get tickets to the Texans next year? They had eight or nine guys on the collateral material, you know, kind of in a sort of a triangle shape, you know, point of the arrow kind of thing. And the guy standing at the front of the point of the arrow was not Laramie Tunsil, it wasn't Derek yeah. Stingley Jr., it wasn't Jalen Petrie. It was all guys on the team at this time last year. It was Damian Pierce. He got zero snaps in their last playoff game. Like it's it is a it's a w ai mean, it's it's a wild plummet, and I hate it because he's one of the best dudes that's ever played for the Texans. A nicer guy you will never meet. Um,
3: Yeah, and even in in plummeting, he's taken full accountability for it. It didn't point fingers at all. Was on with you and Clinton explained how he just did not grasp this scheme well, and he needs to figure it out this offseason. Yeah. So, yeah, there's zero zero reason to feel any animosity towards him other than that, man, the, the kid worked as hard as he ever did uh and just it just was not it was a, a scheme mismatch a, at least in the first year maybe it'll be different this year
2: i've got 5 scenarios for damian pierce as to how this plays out with him over the next okay. few months and i've i've i put them in ascending order of likelihood um and i want you just to tell me if i'm off base or not i think the least likely scenario of the 5 is he is the week 1 starter for the houston texans
3: yeah i would i would agree with you there yeah i, I, don't, I think that um they bring in another running back. Uh, if it's Devin Singletary that they resign, obviously it would still be Devin Singletary. Uh, but it's going to be somebody that's just been it's it shown some semblance of thriving in a in a pro style zone running system. That uh, that that's just that Damien has not as of yet.
2: My um, my next scenario, fourth most likely scenario, is that the system clicks and he's part of the rotation again. Mm-hmm. That he's getting eight to ten carries a game. Yeah, um,
3: and I think I might disagree with you on where this is. Yep. I, like, I'm a little bit more optimistic that that might happen this year just because A, I do think they probably love all the intangibles about Damian Pierce. Uh, but B, Bobby Slowick, I mean, Bobby Slowick was trying to workshop some stuff for Damian Pierce last year, uh, that, that was more his style and in line with what he can do. And I, They just, I want, I think they see value in him. It's just that when he gets on the field, you can't be in a spot where a defense feels like, okay, we really only have to worry about one package of runs. You know, it just, it just really hurts your versatility as an offense if a defense knows that this that you're not going to run certain plays when Damian Pierce is on the field. Yep, but but I do think that they they see him as a rhythm changer in some regards.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Number three, ascending order here, is that he just doesn't make the team. Like he's in camp. He's yeah. he's there. He's competing with a bunch of running backs. This one's a little dicey for me. I, that's kind of why I plunked it in the middle because we don't know we don't know who they're signing. We don't know how many backs they're signing. You know, do they go yeah. with an approach where they go get three mid-tier backs as opposed to one big fish that they feel they can pair with Damian? So I plunked it right in the middle that he just he's in camp and he's one of the you know after the last preseason game he's one of the guys that gets cut. Yeah, just on the it's on the board. I think. It's on the
3: board. I, I'm going to wait to comment on that until we get to your number one okay. item because I I feel like you're I feel like you're arguing against yourself. I'm going to expose your I'm going to expose your hypocrisy. Good, here, Sean. good,
2: good. Number two, I think he makes the team. He's kept for depth, special teams, kind of what he was at the end of last year. Kept for
3: depth. Yeah. Okay. So he's a part of the rotation, but not not the running back rotation. Not he's like a Dario Gumbawalla, perhaps. Yeah. He's, okay. he's Dari. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I, bet, I, I agree with you on that being the second most likely okay. scenario. That's yep. um, in that they still, yeah, they'll use them on a few snaps per game, but th- that is, as a returner or whatever, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's a good one.
2: Number one, yeah. traded. Mm-hmm. Trade him for a day three pick. Uh,
3: yeah, like or, or just traded regardless of price. Yeah. I, I think that's very, very possible because he's still on his rookie contract. I think there's guys, there's there are a lot of teams out there that are going to see that like okay, it was a scheme mismatch. that's obvious. We feel like we can still do something with him. You know, just in the way Bill O'Brien used to sign players that had throttled his own team, I feel like there's a lot of teams out there that are like, yeah, yeah. I remember when I remember when Damian Pierce ran all. I remember when he broke nine tackles yes. against us, the Jaguars. Yes. That yeah, I think there's a good chance that teams like that say, yeah, I'll I'll take Damian Pierce for a a sixth round or whatever. Which is why that's what that and that's my comment on number. Th- um, I'm cut. You, you're putting cut at three. I feel like if traded is the most likely scenario, then cut is probably the least likely scenario. Mm. I think there is value out there for him for yeah. sure. Like he's just, he was, he flashed way too much as a rookie for there not to be teams out there that think, all right, yeah, we got to, like, yeah, I, I like the upside of Damian Pierce way more than these other three Jamokes we got on the roster yeah. right now. Yeah.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: Um, I would love nothing more than Damian Pierce to to have this thing click. You know what I mean? Yeah. To to it would be it would be fantastic. I, I wonder how much I wonder, how much you think they're factoring Damian Pierce into how they're approaching running back in the draft and free agency. Do you, I mean is he a non-factor in their evaluation? If you were if you were Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryans, yeah, how much would you be question. factoring Damian Pierce into your evaluation of the running back room?
3: I think they have to. That's where they. I think they've got him on the trading block already because you can't. You can't go. I in a weird way, it's like J.D. Martinez, where they had already moved on from J.D. Martinez. So the the, the cautionary tale with the Astros and J.D. Martinez would be that mentally they had already moved on to the point where they didn't see that he had actually turned a corner and like, you don't want that to happen with Damian Pierce. I think you've got to be mentally ready to trade him if, if there's a good offer and it might happen during the draft, but also be open as long as he's on the roster that, yeah, he is trying to figure the system out. It's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard to figure that out really until the regular season. I know there's, I think it's just the, the preseason is such a joke anymore. That I don't know yeah. if you can figure out whether he's genuinely got it or not in, in the preseason. That's where, again, it becomes more likely that he gets traded because I think the Texans are probably open to keeping him on the roster. They love him, they, they want him to succeed. And yet, it, on draft day, if Nick sees somebody he likes and that team wants to, the team he wants to trade with wants Damian Pierce, I think he's he's gone real quickly.
2: I wonder, you know, a point made by a texture here Derrick Henry talked about how long it took him. To understand the zone running scheme as well. Um, They also mentioned Pierce came in lighter this past year. I put that aside. The Derrick Henry thing is what's interesting to me. If they were to sign Derrick Henry, you know, is there an ancillary, is there like a secondary effect with Derrick Henry where not only are you getting Derrick Henry, who would be your starting running back in this scheme, but as far as like Derrick Henry kind of – for Damian Pierce to have somebody in the running back room with him who's been through the same struggles as he's been
3: through, yeah, I think that's a hundred percent. That's that's you know I've cited that as one of the reasons that I want Derrick Henry is that he'd be like you'd actually get what you're hoping you're going to get in Rex Burkhead, but also yep. a good running back, yeah, and like that in this scheme where Derrick Henry was really really good when he was with Arthur Smith, he was still Derrick Henry was the second leading rusher in the league last year. Um, ahead of Saquon Barkley, even though Derrick Henry had a worse offensive line since people can't keep making excuses for Saquon Barkley uh, in his office, awful offensive line. Uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a big part of it that I would like. But again, I don't think that – but it shouldn't prevent you from moving on from Damian Pierce. I yeah. just – some of the, the guys – okay, here are the guys that you're hoping figure it out in their second year in this system. Jalen Petrie, mm-hmm. right, obviously yep. on the defensive side of the yep. ball. yep. Uh, Damian Pierce, uh, 100%. He's a guy that you've seen there's an upside, but you just don't know. Of those two, who are you more optimistic about figuring it out like this year compared to last
2: year? Jalen Petrie. Yeah. I think it's Jalen Petrie. And I wonder if they use Petrie differently this coming season than they did this past year as well. You know, I mean, Pierce is going to get used how he's used. You're a running back in the Kupshanistan system. Like That's, that's sort of etched in stone how you get used, whereas I think Petrie... Look, I think they're gonna give Petrie every, every, every opportunity to succeed or fail. That's yeah. evident. That's very yeah. evident.
3: And, and okay, if you take but I do think he's gonna have to compete for his starting role this year. Yes. He's not gonna be named a damn captain right off the bat. That was that was one of the things I was very uncomfortable with last year is I was mostly optimistic about everything. The fact that like Damian Pierce and Jalen Petrie were being treated like ten year vets. I just, that part, that was rough. That was rough to watch. I That was the part where I got was really, really nervous. Yeah, uh, Because they, they, they hadn't genuinely proven anything. As far as guys who weren't rookies last year, but still have something to prove in a big, big way this year, I think Brevin Jordan is on that list. Yep, yep. Brevin Jordan, and, and it's not even a scheme fit with him. I think it's more, I think it's more how do the Texans decide he's going to be used. Because mm-hmm. I, I kind of liked him being in the backfield, being this H-back that can... You know, be a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. Now, I don't – the big question there is can a guy handle that because there's a whole lot of more nuance to the route running and, and figuring out all the – like. I, I know people never believe me when I say this, but it's mentally taxing to be the guy that's in motion all the time. Yeah. There's a whole lot of moving parts aside from just remembering your initial task and how you're supposed to motion and everything. Everything, all your responsibilities shift as you're motioning and as the defense adjusts to it. Um, so that's like, it's not as simple as it sounds, but I do, I do like him as a guy that doesn't quite fit the mold of a tight end, but when used creatively can do something. Um, so Brevin Jordan, I'd hope, would, would pop out. That's a good one. Brevin Jordan. see what good... this Case Keenum kid can do.
2: <laughs> Give him a chance, man. Give him yeah, a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait for the beginning of training camp. We need someone at the beginning of training camp to ask D'Amico Ryans if C.J. Stroud is the starter. <laughs> we need just, just for oh, yeah, fun. That's
3: right. Are you ready to name CJ Stroud the <laughs> yeah. starter? Yeah.
2: We need someone to do that.
3: I just like to have, I hope when they go to minicamp, they have a kicker and a punter. Yeah. No kidding. Another, another, I, you know what? I keep forgetting that when I talk about how the Texans have eight positions that don't have starters right now. That also, that includes kicker and punter. Yeah. 10. yeah. 10 positions where you don't have a kicker on the, you don't even have a guy on the roster right now. Yeah. So it's kind of a big deal.
2: I wonder if Kaimi gets a big deal from somebody. I wonder if, like, you know, there's teams that had serious kicking issues this year. I wonder if Kaimi's contract.
3: Offer. And by the way, uh, I didn't know this except for Texans camp. You can't franchise tag Kaimi Fairbairn for right. people that have asked. He it's, got uh, it
2: negotiated out of his deal. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.